0: listening to the SLP Book Club. We're your hosts, Laura Geisert and Adrian Frost.
1: This month, we're reading The Whole Brain Child by Daniel J. Siegel and Tina
0: Payne Bryson. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. We're Laura Geisert
1: and Adrian Frost,
0: two speech-language pathologists who are excited to bring this podcast to you.
1: We wanted to give you a rundown of how the podcast is going to work. Each month, we're going to cover one book, chapter by chapter.
0: We'll be releasing about two episodes per week so that you can read along with us.
1: Check out our Instagram at slp underscore book club to view the full schedule for the month.
0: We're so excited to have you here with us. Hi, Laura. Hi, Adrian. How's it going? Good, good. I'm really excited to talk about this book with you.
1: Me too. The Whole Brain Child. So much good stuff in here. I think we're going to have a lot to talk about.
0: Definitely. I've been learning a lot as I read it.
1: Me too. Okay. Well, I thought we could just get started going over the introduction, which is entitled Survive and Thrive, which I love. I think this is really the big theme, obviously, for this whole book. But overall, you know, there are so many moments in your day if you're a parent if you're a teacher if you're an slp right where there could be any anything stressful angry positive we all run the gamut every day and to be able to control yourself and to take it from a survival moment to a teaching moment is huge so the opportunity to create positive outcomes for your students i mean in a day you know i don't know compared to being a parent which i know i am um laura your stress levels are probably lower because you're not <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely but i know
1: as a parent you know it's like there's a lot more stressful moments in your life where peas we kind of get the whole spectrum so really this helping children to integrate their experiences into their understanding of the world and just shelter them from it. So I know this is such a knee jerk reaction really to shelter a child from harm or emotional pain. But when you think about it, that's not really preparing them for the future when you won't be there to control the situation. So this is sort of giving your the child's the reins a little bit too.
0: Yeah, you know, as I've been reading this book, I feel like this was the biggest aha thing for me was just my reaction when kids go through hard things is always to shelter them if i were working with kids at school and a big kind of if anything traumatic happened i'm always the person who's just trying to move past it okay yeah that did happen but now we're in speech you know like just kind of smooth it over not not sit and talk about it and i feel like this book has taught me so much about how you really should retell you know talk about those things talk about how kids feel about them and that was huge for me
1: i think about um the same thing you're talking about even when something just different happened in the schedule and we all know those students who perseverate and they want to bring it up over and over and over and it's just like let's just get back to speech you know we only have 30 minutes (laughs) but this was really eye-opening for me so What I like the most about this book is there's a lot of different sections. They make it really accessible for you, the reader, to be able to implement this into your interactions with a child. There's what you can do sections in each chapter that give you ideas on how to apply the scientific content to your own child or student. There's a whole brain kids section in each chapter that talks about how to talk to your child about the content so they presented a really child-friendly wording and terms and i love that they included like little comics so maybe if you're more of a visual learner you can kind of like maybe that would stick in your head a little bit more and even kids as young as four or five can understand the basics of a lot of these concepts, which is great. And then also there's an integrating ourselves portion at the end of each chapter, which is for adults, which I was like, wow, you know, I don't know if you had any moments where you were reading, but I was like, Oh, my gosh, I totally do. that.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. This book, I feel was more for me than for the kids that I work with. I was like, that's me. That's me. I do that. So the integrating ourselves (laughs) portions were read multiple times
1: I agree and really when you think about being the best SLP we can be it's mirroring a lot of these behaviors and they talk about this in the book a little bit right that kids brains mirror their parents or the adults they interact with and an adult with a healthier brain will result in just happier healthier kids so overall I think you're going to be able to apply this to so many situations in your life not only your SLP caseload and also, I wanted to bring up mental health because they talk about that a little bit. Mental health should always be the top of our priority list. I was reflecting on this a lot because SLPs struggle so much with our stress and the tension you know, that we carry from having such stressful jobs. So I love that this book really focused on mental health.
0: Yeah, you know, when I had an out-of-control caseload, just truly the worst year of my life, <laughs> where it was just too, it was too much. And I had a lot of stress and I think my mental health was kind of suffering. My sessions with my students were so stressful and that mirroring idea, I think that my energy, I was so wound up and it was just, it was absolutely being mirrored by the students I worked with and it was leading to so much more trouble. And the next year, I really advocated for myself. I got an easier, a little bit of an easier workload and everything changed when I was able to be more present and be, you know, be more relaxed. I was like, I enjoy this again. (laughs) My students are being, are way more well-behaved than they were last year. And it's, it it was me, me being a little bit less.
1: The energy you were bringing to the session, right? (laughs) exactly. (laughs) I know, I mean. I can think back to when I've had a little bit of like less patience and, you know, the kids can sense that. But, you know, the focus on better mental health, it's a win-win for all. So I love that. There's also an ages and stages section at the back of the book, which I thought was so incredibly helpful. It's just a really quick reference chart where you can look up all the ways to apply this content to a child based on their age and, you know, where they are developmentally, because it's so easy to forget that there are major differences in children's maturity and their capabilities based on their age. I mean, I do this all the time with my four year old, right? Like I expect her sometimes to be thinking about things the way I do. And it's just, I don't know, it's easy to lose sight of the fact that her brain is just still maturing and, you know, she doesn't have the capabilities that I have. So I thought that would be really great for SLPs. It's a good reference tool right in the back of the book. And then there's also a handy refrigerator sheet that's a summary of the book's most important points. It's just one page front and back. You can copy it out, you can put it by your desk or your work table in your SLP room. And that way, you, know, you can always see it and reference it if you need to. If you're planning on using this with your own children, you can give it to grandparents or caregivers that work with your child a lot too, so that everybody's on the same page. And yeah, overall, I think the book is really about being intentional with your interactions with the child, like regardless of if it feels like a negative or positive interaction, you're always in control and you can kind of control the outcome.
0: Definitely what I got from it, just being able to be present in the moments that matter where you just take them and turn them into something really valuable for the kids. I really love this book a lot.
1: Me too. I'm excited to get into it. All right. Well, that's it for the introduction to the whole brainchild. Thanks so much for joining us and stay tuned for chapter one, which will be coming out soon. Bye Laura.
0: Bye Adrian.
1: The SLP book club is not just a podcast. It's a community. Go to patreon.com slash the SLP book club to become a member, join the discussion and get access to tons of bonus content that will help you implement the strategies you learn as you read
0: We are making all episodes for the first two months of the SLP Book Club available to everyone wherever you get your podcasts. After the first two months, most episodes will only be available to Patreon members.
1: Our Patreon subscribers also have access to our private Facebook group where we discuss each month's book, handouts summarizing each chapter of the books we read, and really amazing printables that go along with each book and can be used directly with the children you work with in speech therapy.
0: You can become a Patreon subscriber for only $8 per month, which will give you access to our community and all the resources we create to accompany these books. To learn more about the SLP Book Club, go to the SLPbookclub.com.
1: You can contact us by emailing hello at the Follow us on Instagram at SLP underscore bookclub.